All right, folks, we have made it to the end of another extremely busy news week with 1,395 days left to go. We have indeed made it to Friday. Now, I have to tell you something. I always have a lot of criticism that I throw at Republicans. I always think they're weak. I always think there's only a few of them that actually end up on TV and radio and state their case and say why Republicans are so much better than the crazy, lunatic, radical leftist Democrat Party. But today, I have nothing but praise. And and, and this isn't for all Republicans, but for, I want to say there's 18 Republicans there. Uh, Ted Cruz, I'm down at the Texas border, along with 18 senators. We made the trip to see the crisis that is playing out. Now, throughout the day, Senator Ted Cruz, and the border means a lot to him, of course, being in uh, Texas and being the um, senator of Texas. So he released these photos earlier today, and he says in the uh, tweet on the Twitter box, these are the pictures the Biden administration doesn't want the American people to see. This is why they won't allow the press into these facilities. He's, he's got pictures of a CBP facility in Donna, Texas, saying this is a humanitarian crisis and a public health crisis. There's one photo with a kid's hand literally pressed up against this glass just sitting on the floor. You have kids laying down in tinfoil blankets. I think they're called emergency blankets or something uh, along those lines. But I mean, it, it's just no way... For kids to live and there's a very sad story I have coming up in a second actually about a nine-year-old but it just goes to show the border is no place for children and the unaccompanied minors you know the statistics that have been so overwhelmingly high and on top of that you know we're expected to have the most migrants coming into the country in the last 20 years Joe Biden can no longer blame Donald Trump for this crisis there was Donald Trump understood and identified correctly that we have a crisis at our at our southern border and I don't fault the immigrants at all they I this is the greatest country in the world when it comes to opportunity and freedom and liberty you don't get better than the United States of America at least not yet even though Joe Biden is trying his damnedest to make sure that we become just like a radical socialist leftist country in Europe but I totally get it why I want to come here. But all we're asking as conservatives is to please do it legally. Then you come into this country and then guess what? You're part of this big, massive American family. And everyone, and especially conservatives, we don't care what you do once you actually get into the country. All we're asking is do it legally. Now, Ted Cruz has also released this photo based on fiscal year 2021 as of February 2021. Fentanyl coming into the country, 400 pounds have been seized. Cocaine, 4,995 pounds. Oh, by the way, fentanyl is up 2,067%. Cocaine is up 187%. Marijuana Three, uh, 35,213 pounds seized at the border, 89% increase. 
Heroin is up 63%, 445 pounds uh, being seized at the border. Meth is up to 13,840 pounds. 240 units of weapons uh, that have been caught, uh, that's uh, up 131%. And then uh, as far as currency goes, you have $5.7 million, a 64% increase. And uh, all the every single tweet that um, Ted Cruz put out today uh, uses the hashtag uh, Biden border crisis. Well, that's exactly what it is. You can no longer blame Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, well, what did Donald Trump do after identifying that it's a crisis? Well, he built a wall. He was strong on immigration. He says, legally come here. Illegally, nope, that's not the way that we're going to run things here any longer. And I say built the border wall. It's 460 miles of wall on the southern border. An incredible accomplishment. Uh, Ted Cruz also pointing out that there's hollowed out two by fours that have been used to smuggle drugs across the border and, and showing pictures of it as well. Uh, he says, I saw firsthand the Biden border crisis unfolding at the southern border. It says, my fellow senators and I witnessed the Biden cages, all of it heartbreaking and a tragedy. Now, here's an actual tragedy that happened. The New York Post reporting today, nine-year-old Mexican girl, nine years old, think about this, whole life ahead of her to do whatever she wants to do with it, nine years old, drowned, crossing the Rio Grande into the U.S., a nine-year-old Mexican girl drowned while trying to cross the Rio Grande into Texas this week with her family, according to federal officials, it was the third Mexican migrant drowning at the border in less than two weeks. Last week, two migrants perished near the Texas border town of Laredo. The girl had been crossing into the country at Eagle Pass on Saturday with her mother and three-year-old brother. I mean, think about what they go through. They go through drug smugglers. They go through cartels. They go through coyotes. Is this really a journey that kids should be forced to make? I don't think so. The girl was crossing uh, when all three began struggling in the water. Uh, CBP spokesman told the New York Post, all three migrants were unconscious and had washed ashore onto an island in the river when bystanders flagged down nearby border patrol agents. The agents who were patrolling the Rio Grande in the area began administering first aid as they brought the migrants to shore um there they were joined by eagle pass emergency medical services personnel and were able to revive the mother and the little boy but the girl could not be saved she never regained consciousness and was later pronounced dead i mean heartbreaking on all accounts we don't want to see this happening i mean we don't want cartels being down there we don't want the coyotes we don't want the smoke we don't want any of this it shouldn't be that hard why can't you just come into the country legally i'll never understand it because now here is outright evidence of children dying trying to get into this country illegally 
it doesn't work we need to have borders we need to be a sovereign nation no one's against immigration you always get the old argument well we're all immigrants here it's hard to argue against that because at some point all of our ancestors immigrated to the united states yes we get that but you know what they immigrated legally so and and again this is all on joe biden joe biden was inviting every single illegal alien that wants to come here you come on in to the country promising them a pathway to citizenship i mean he even at the democratic debate promised 11 million illegal aliens that he was going to pay for their health care so and we've heard from abc news of uh, a migrant saying uh uh when he was asked by abc's martha raddatz is joe biden the reason that you came here he said yeah uh, there's violence in my country and the second reason is because joe biden was elected president they have a they have a camp in tijuana mexico full of 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 tents with people wearing shirts that say biden please let us in they even have a massive biden 2020 flag i mean it wasn't donald trump who started this crisis no it was not you can't keep using that excuse at some point joe biden needs to take ownership in what he created i mean the most migrants coming into the country in the past 20 years yeah that's all on joe biden now we got other news uh to get to today uh x now get this x cdc director robert redfield today headline believes covid19 came from wuhan lab now i read the headline today and i thought wait a minute here because we on this very program report i remember reporting on it lao y86 the youtube channel matthew ty is his real name it was april 3rd 2020 when we on this program reported on matthew ty and his uh research and his work and he was saying back in literally april of 2020 that uh there's a good chance here this virus came from the wuhan institute of virology well i'm glad the former cdc director is now finally getting up to date robert redfield told cnn on friday that it was his opinion that COVID-19, the new coronavirus responsible for killing 2.7 million people globally, did not evolve naturally. Said, quote, I'm of the point of view that I still think the most likely of this uh, pathology in Wuhan was from a laboratory that it escaped. Said other people don't believe that. And that's fine, but science will eventually figure it out. Researchers believe the deadly and highly transmissible strain of the coronavirus behind the global pandemic mutated from a virus that infects animals, namely bats, to one that sickens humans. But some believe the virus was somehow released from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which is the only lab in China that is authorized to study uh, the most dangerous known pathogens. He said, quote, it's not unusual for respiratory pathogens that are being worked on in a laboratory to infect the laboratory worker. 
that's not implying any intentionality says it's my opinion right but i'm a virologist i have spent my life in virology uh, he says i do not believe this somehow came from a bat to a human and at that moment in time that the virus came to the human became one of the most infectious viruses that we know in humanity for human to human transmission so finally hey all right good to hear another opinion that way but literally uh, uh april 3rd 2020 philip ward show i wrote in the and i always you know caption the shows of what they're about we need to get americans back to work and matthew ties reporting on china and by the way you can see the video on youtube lao y 86 it's spelled l-a-o-y-w-h-y 86 his video i found the source of the coronavirus and he uh, uploaded that video to youtube on april 1st 2020 so it's good to hear uh other news we got today hunter biden remember we reported on the story yesterday of hunter biden's uh ex-girlfriend who remember was his so his brother dies and then his wife Haley starts hooking up with hunter and and, and this is the first family right it's complete scumbaggery from hunter biden so anyway today though hunter biden texts contradict claims that the secret service wasn't involved in that gun case hunter biden sent a text message that said the secret service responded after his handgun disappeared in 2018 contradicting the agency's assertion that it wasn't involved well why would the secret service be lying to the american people that's what i want to find out in a lengthy message sent the following year president biden's son hunter described the situation in detail saying his and and get this just listen to how she's described Haley biden here his former sister-in-law turned lover former sister-in-law turned lover uh, <laughs> unbelievable she was the one though who tossed the gun into a trash bin outside of jansen's market a gourmet grocery store in wilmington delaware hunter wrote in the text she stole the gun out of my trunk lockbox and threw it in a garbage can full to the top at jansen's then told me it was my problem to deal with then when the police uh the fbi the secret service came on the scene she said she took it from me because she was scared i would harm myself due to my drug and alcohol problem and our vo uh, volatile relationship and said that she was afraid for the kids well, remember hunter biden told the secret service he said oh i don't i don't i don't have any problems with drugs even though i believe it was in 2013 when he got kicked out of the military because he was addicted to crack and cocaine uh he wrote in december 6th of 2018 took from lock box of truck and put in paper bag by the way i'm literally reading his text message here and threw it in trash can at local high-end grocer for no reason it says and i freaked out when i saw it was missing 10 minutes after she took it and when she went back to get it after i scared the you know what out of her it was gone which led to state police investigation of me 
true story. Now, these texts, and you can see them, it's in the New York Post. Both messages are contained on a hard drive obtained by the Post that holds the contents of the damaged laptop that was left at the Wilmington Repair Shop by Hunter Biden in April 2019. And then remember, Hunter Biden never went back to get it. There's, there's something fishy going on here. I mean, it, it, we know that Hunter Biden is a complete liar. He's a complete drug addict. Uh, and guess where he'd be in life if Joe Biden wasn't his father? That's right. Absolutely nowhere. He'd probably be in jail. Who knows? Uh, you got today. Now, this should scare the living, you know what, out of every American. Nation's first vaccine passport. Get that? A vaccine passport coming to New York. Right here. Right in our state. Right in my state here. The nation's, excuse me, I lost my uh, throat there, goodness gracious. The nation's very first, it's Friday, right? So it's, we're getting close to the weekend. The nation's very first vaccine passport coming to the Big Apple. The program dubbed the Excelsior Pass is an app that will allow New Yorkers to prove their vaccination status. Imagine that. You take your phone out, here. I got the vaccine. Look, the Excelsior Pass tells you that I did. Uh, or recent history of a negative COVID test in order to gain entry to events and businesses. So you have to, to go anywhere, show that you have the vaccine. And here's the proof that I have it. What happened to freedom in this country? It's been taken away. And the excuse of it's been COVID. Now, uh, the news release explains, similar to a mobile airline boarding pass, individuals will be able to either print out their pass or store it on their smartphones using the Excelsior Pass Wallet app. Each pass will have a secure QR code, which participating businesses and venues can scan using a companion app to verify proof of COVID-19 negative test results or proof of vaccination. I mean, how <laughs> unbelievable, right? This is a virus that kills 0.000001% of the people that get it. An individual's data is kept secure and confidential at all times. I, is it really a, an app saying, yeah, I don't have COVID. Here's my negative test. Here's my vaccine. Is that really secure and confidential of an individual's data? I don't believe so. Now the app won't show any health information when scanned. It'll only show a green check mark if the person has been vaccinated or tested negatively or a red X if they haven't. I wonder, but what happens after that though? Because if you don't have a red X, but you don't have COVID either, uh, does that, do they just send you away? Do they say, oh, well, I guess you can't partake in this event. Uh, who knows, right? Major venues such as MSG and the Times Union Center in Albany will begin using the app next week. And on April 2nd, Excelsior Pass will expand to, quote, smaller arts, entertainment, and event venues, Cuomo's office saying. I mean, this to me, this is unbelievable. And, there, and there's going to be a lot of people who are using that app. I mean, it's it's like if you... Don't get the vaccine, then you're looked at as 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 different. 
as bad because I don't know, maybe you don't trust what's in the vaccine. Maybe you think even though Operation Warp Speed was an incredible success by Donald J. Trump, had nothing to do with Joe Unity Biden at all. Maybe you don't trust everything that you're reading or the ingredients to the vaccine. I mean, who knows? Maybe you just don't like the idea of of having to get a vaccine when so uh, the overwhelming majority of people that have gotten COVID have survived the thing. I mean, there's we still have freedom in this country, but this thing, this is scary. I, I'm not I'll tell you right now. I'm going nowhere near it. Uh, Peter. Now Peter Ducey yesterday, remember, was the only uh person from uh ABC, NBC, uh CBS, you know, CNN who didn't get a question right because Joe Biden's afraid of Peter Ducey. I think about that. The President of the United States is afraid of questions from a news reporter. It's a total joke. Uh, the Hill reporting today. Fox News reporter confronts Jen Psaki after Biden doesn't take question in press conference. At Friday's uh, press briefing, Peter Ducey noted that Biden had a list of journalists to call on and that Fox News was the only member of the five network press pool to not get a question. He says, I'm curious if that is official administration policy. Jen Psaki, well, we're, we're having a conversation here, aren't we? And do I take questions from you every time I come to the briefing room? Has the president taken questions from you since he took office? And Ducey responded and said, listen, only when I've shouted questions at the president. But I guess for some reason, Joe Biden is afraid of a news reporter. And, and Jen Psaki, listen, whatever you want to hear from Jen Psaki, I don't want to hear much, but she's not Joe Biden. I mean, I want to see if Joe Biden is there mentally, then he shouldn't struggle on stage. If he has to take questions from Peter Ducey, he should be 100% able to go. But I don't believe that he is. Um, how, about, how about this? Pete Buttigieg, right? The mayor, Mayor Pete, who's now transportation secretary. Listen to this, what he said earlier today. He was asked on CNBC about having a a vehicle mileage tax so so every mile you drive well now you have to pay taxes on that i mean i wonder what are what are they gonna start taxing you from where you walk do they want everyone to ride bikes around what about people that have to drive a lot of miles to get to work so he's asked about it on cnbc and this is what he said quote i think that shows a lot of promise if we believe in that so-called user pays principle the idea that part of how we pay for roads is how you pay based on how much you drive the gas tax used to be the obvious way to do it it's not anymore so uh so-called vehicle miles travel tax or mileage tax whatever you want to call it could be the way to do it how about that the federal government wanting more and more of your money every you better be careful every mile you drive well they're gonna tax you i mean they literally at what point in time is it considered stealing my goodness anyway have an incredibly great weekend live it up you know do whatever it is that you want to do go out and enjoy it 1395 days left to go in this biden administration and as always thank you very much for listening to the program. Really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart.
Have a great weekend. See you back here on Monday.